0: This is You're Doing Just Fine, and before we jump into my conversation with Siobhan Gallagher, I just wanted to give you a heads up that Siobhan and I live on opposite sides of the country, so we talked over Google Hangout, and sound quality differs from one side of the conversation to another. I think you'll be able to understand it just fine, but I wanted to give you a heads up. So thanks for listening, and here is my conversation with Siobhan Gallagher. So this is You're Doing Just Fine, and my special guest today is Siobhan Gallagher. Did I say that right? It is. Yeah, bravo.
1: Hardly anyone like knows how to pronounce it when i
0: just reading it. <laughs> I was suddenly worried that I was going to mispronounce Gallagher.
1: Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, you you did it.
0: Good job. Okay, cool. And so you have a book out called In A Day's Work. Is this yeah. your first book? Yeah, it is. It's still um, surreal. Yeah, awesome. it's my first
1: like, n- non-self-published cool Uh,
0: congratulations thank you so you've had self-published books in the past yeah
1: I mean I guess more um zines than books like they were all sort of stable bound and uh like I would print them and make them myself but this one is actually like a penguin official book so (laughs) it's much fancier
0: so since I found out about your book and you I started following you on Instagram and you posted a, a an illustration recently that I was so excited about and it's you want to like skip the intro on your a new friend and fast forward yeah. through the small talk to the dark stuff and that's kind of why I wanted to start this podcast so oh my gosh that's so, funny. so thanks for doing that yeah and so I'll just jump no r- <laughs> So I'll just jump in and so like, go ahead and tell us how you got to work with Penguin and like, to, will you just like give me an overview about the book, I guess, so people have context listening to this?
1: Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, So basically, I, um, I'm a book designer from Canada living in New York City. And uh, I, I think I moved here in like 2013 and started at Penguin in the young adult design department. Cool. And that was fun, but it was very, um, it wasn't hands-on and I wasn't, it, it was me dealing with a lot of other people's work versus sort of creating my own. Gotcha. So for fun uh, on like weekends and at nighttime, I would work on my own drawings and sort of illustrations and scenes for myself, just as like a mental, like massage kind of, yeah. you know, therapy, like mental therapy, I guess. Like just for me to sort of have like a way to cope with my own thoughts and feelings in a way that I could it handle. And I guess the way that I could handle it was through like visual humor, I guess is how I would describe it. Basically I draw like every single day and I post a lot of it online and especially onto Instagram. And um, two summers ago, a literary agent, Monica Odom contacted me and said, I love your work. And guess what? You love Lisa Simpson. I love Lisa Simpson too. I feel like you have a <laughs> voice that a lot of people can relate to. Let's see if we can like make something out of that. So that was really exciting. And then I immediately thought of, the best way to sort of put my my illustrations like in the best context for books so it's a, I didn't want to just do like a collection of like different like funny drawings I wanted there to be kind of like a hook and a uh, narrative kind of mm-hmm. and so I kind of feel like my strength is not in like long form narrative like I don't think I'm ready to write a full-on graphic novel of like a long story So I was thinking of different ways that would sort of play to my strengths and choose your own adventure books have always been fun to me to read as a kid. And it opened up an opportunity of sort of being able to be the narrator, but also be the point of view, but also have the reader be the main character as well. Um, Because like a lot of my drawings are, I don't know, kind of like relatable, modern moments in life, just like, I don't know, small observations that I think a lot of people can relate to and so I started working on this book like two years ago and now finally it is <laughs> uh, in my hands.
0: <laughs> it's interesting to hear that you I think it's awesome that you decided to play it to your strengths and formulate it with the choose your own adventure style but was that difficult because it's also like not only is it artistic work but it's a lot of um, organization work. Content. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah Yeah. Um, definitely. I started with basically a list of just an ongoing list that I had in my phone of over a hundred like sort of possible situations that people would get to in an average day. And then I had like trim down and see like what could fit and what could lead to like the next page and what could lead to another choice and like option of a scenario. Originally, I think if I had, I don't know, I think if I had like made the book based on like the original sort of outline, it would be like 400 pages just because <laughs> there's so many options and like potential.
0: Yeah. Um. So
1: it was, yeah, it was really, it was hard paring down and figuring out how things could lead into each other, but then all lead to the same ending because right. like the book, basically it starts out the same, like it starts out as you, the reader, like you wake up, is it a weekend or a weekday? And then from there you have two entirely different days laid out, um, whether it's a weekend or a weekday, but both of them like they end the same way. Right. By you going to sleep. So so like basically everything starts and ends the same, but there's a huge um like sort of web of possibilities in between. And that was it was rough. It was like yeah, <laughs> mentally confusing for me. <laughs> but like just to like figure everything out while keeping it in like 160 pages.
0: Good job. When I first started reading it, I started getting a little anxious I was like oh I'm gonna miss out like I was like I want to see all of these things and I was like oh yeah I can just go I can flip back through later and so then when it ended in the same spot and I was like oh okay I can go back now (laughs) it was really great yeah
1: I was definitely like I remember um reading choose your own adventure books as a kid and always having to like like I think I would put post-its on every page (laughs) that had like, an option so that I could, like, trace back if I didn't like the direction that it was yeah. going in. But, <laughs> yeah, but I think, like, it's... I think it's kind of easy to, to do that in this one because it's not a huge book, so... Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And some of them do end up overlapping again and stuff, which is really cool. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah,
1: some of them do lead into the same thing, even though you picked different, um, like different options, like, three pages ago or whatever. Sometimes they do lead into the same thing.
0: Yeah. And one thing I love about it is that it seems... How I read it is that it's like mostly about getting from one place to another in this really unpredictable way, um, even though you are trying to make decisions about it. So how does that relate to you or the process you went through with the book, that metaphor of like getting from one place to another, lots of different ways?
1: I can see why it's like a little sort of, it can make you anxious because whenever like going through the day, just in my like everyday life. I always think, like, if I miss the subway, I always think, ugh, like, if I had just left the house five minutes sooner. Yeah. But then I think, oh, like, what if, if I had left um, the house five minutes sooner and I had gotten on that train, maybe that train is delayed and, like, the one that I'm about to get on is actually going to be fine. And so, I don't know. I always think of, like, almost like, did you ever see that late 90s, uh, going to the paltry movie, Sliding Doors? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Where, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where it's, like... Um, simultaneously to, like, uh, this character is living two scenarios, like, based on whether or not she missed her bus in the morning or something. Um, And so it is very, like, one small decision can lead to a completely different outcome in your day. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes, like, in this book, everything with the exception of I think like one instance um but like everything ends the same where like at midnight you would go to sleep yeah and so I don't know I kind of liked that it took the pressure off like every tiny decision you make can result in like small like different tiny outcomes but in the end you're kind of I don't know like it's already determined
0: yeah and it's, it's it feels like the stakes feel high right at the beginning like are you going to be late for work but then it kind of like, oh, everybody was yeah. late today. You know, it's going to be yes. okay.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like at the very beginning, if you, like you have an option to, um if it's the weekday, like you, you're asked it if you want to um, hit the snooze button and sleep in, or if you want to like get up. And so, yeah, when you like wake up late for work and have to run, there's a few pages of like you like being super worried, running late to work. And then it turns out that everyone else is late too. I don't know. This was kind of like a a comfort for myself because like almost everything in this book has been a personal experience of mine that I just sort of like compiled and put t- into this <laughs> choose your own adventure like hoping that other people can relate but it's always like sort of comforting when what you think is like a huge mistake everything ends up fine like don't split the small stuff things are taken care of
0: yeah yeah and so that's one thing i love about it feels like it's balancing like the anxiety that comes throughout the day, but also it's completely non-judgmental about that anxiety, and so yeah, yeah. Like I think Thank there's you. even a part that you feel that way too. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I think there's even a part where it's like ordering takeout, and it's like comes in a non-judge, like comes non-judgmental, or it's free or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, The the bag on your takeout says um, like judgment free, your next meal's free. Or yeah,
0: like that. yeah. <laughs> I kind of forget. But- yeah. And yeah. I just loved it. Cause it's like playing with our expectations of like how people are maybe perceiving us, but then it's like, ah, but just, it's going to be fine. Like
1: it's keep exactly. Going. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I like when I started this, um, it was kind of, it was putting me into a book and kind of hoping like, uh, like, is everyone else doing this too? Like if I, <laughs> yeah, it's does so everyone honest. else dread going to a party too? Or like, a weird date. Like, I don't know. I I kind of wanted to make it super personal, but hoping that it was kind of universal.
0: Yeah. I think the choose your own adventure format works really well for that because it's not like we're with this person who like never wants to go out, but sometimes they do and sometimes they don't, or sometimes they have like a great time with friends. Sometimes they go on a weird date or, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. Like you, you're still the same person throughout and you're still you and it's still fine whether you decide to stay home and like hang out by yourself or go out.
0: In writing this book, was that, is that reflective of you on the everyday or Uh, was this like working through it? Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm very, uh, I don't know. I think I realized a few years ago um, when I would try, I would like sort of put pressure on myself to like, be as social as possible, and I would always feel super guilty if I, um, I don't know, if I, like, didn't go to an event or, like, a party or something, and then I kind of realized, like, it's, I don't know, who are you going out for if not for mm-hmm. yourself, and if you are not going to have fun, then don't do that thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, if you don't want to, and you don't have to, um, spend your time, I don't know, in a way that you think is, like, best for you, so... Yeah. So it was very much trying to find that balance of like, it does depend on your mood. Like I could be someone who's super social. And then one day I don't feel like going out, but that doesn't mean I'm not super social.
0: Yeah. I love that. A lot of the questions in the book are, what do you feel like doing as opposed to what should you do? Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes the information presented to you is like, you give us all the facts to make a decision. Like you can hang out with this friend who you don't know very well, but is really fun. Or you can hang out with this friend who always makes you feel guilty when you don't hang out, but is otherwise great, you know? So. Yes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's another part that you're in the weekend scenario and you decide to stay in and then you um, basically just like waste your night. And then you're kind of thinking to yourself, "Um, do you feel guilty that you stayed in? Like, do you regret it? And then it says, um, if you do, then you're comforted like oh like don't feel too bad like you deserve a mental health night but then if you don't feel guilty it says maybe you "Mm, like maybe you should feel a little guilty after all (laughs) weekends are precious and you should take advantage of your free time so it's like either way you're kind of hard on yourself and I think that that's I don't know if that's actually like true for everyone else but for me it's very much like you'll always second guess one of your decisions right and it doesn't mean that one of them is right or wrong. You just kind of have to like come to peace with with your choices, I guess.
0: So were you able to do that when you ended up having to cut a bunch of stuff out of the book, the 400 page version? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, like just make peace with what, yes. Because yeah. <laughs> there's still, uh, it was so funny after I um, sort of finished this, it was really hard to get that mindset out of my head. Like after working on it for so long and every day collecting ideas for for little moments that happen in a day that I thought could be included. It was really like weird to stop doing that, to stop like noticing and writing down all little moments. Right,
0: are you still in the habit of doing that? Like making notes to yourself about your day or have you moved on to another way of going through the day?
1: Mm -hmm. No, I I totally still do. But now I'm finding different ways to like incorporate that into um, like a different type of drawing or comic or illustration. I don't think I'll ever really stop doing that because that's kind of what I would do even before starting this book just like any little moment or like phrase or like overheard eavesdropped conversation or something like I I just need to make notes of it to I don't know to keep in my back pocket for something else in the future possibly there's so much like humor and funny weirdness in the just everyday monotony yeah
0: Absolutely. So how do you balance? I think a lot of people can relate to having a full-time job that is, I know I can, having a full-time job that's like creative adjacent and then making room for your creative endeavors also. Like how do you marry all those things?
1: It's, I don't know, it's like super important for me to have both because when I first started um, in publishing, it was like 100% my time. And my sort of creative energy was being put into like my day job. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how other people do it. I'm sure they find like healthy, I don't know, hobbies and sports and stuff. But (laughs) I need like another outlet. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was just very much like just making time for what was important to me. So if I was invited to something that... I don't know included um like friends or people i knew who didn't really make me feel good about myself i would in the past uh like make myself go because i felt obligated but it's just i don't know i feel like i had a eureka moment where i was like oh like my time is valuable and yeah. especially when it could be put into something more productive and sort of mentally more helpful for me so i just started choosing how to spend my time more wisely I guess by uh, like in the evenings just like focusing on like mentally recharging and like going through my day figuring out how I feel about certain things through drawing it was it ended up just being really helpful. Like, I don't know, figuring myself out. And then it's, I don't know, it's super fun for me. So I would just like spend all of my time doing that. And then (laughs) I kind of like went too far the other way where like I would, yeah, I was like uh, a recluse almost where I would just like be on my couch all weekend, just drawing obsessively until like 4am. And like, that is probably not great either. (laughs) Like, so yeah, I had to find the balance of I don't know, just spending time with the right people who when I'm done hanging out with them, I feel like better and right sort of more like full of joy versus feeling worn out and tired.
0: I don't know if you that when that book came out about um, introverts then suddenly like everybody I knew was claiming they were an introvert. And I was like, no, I don't think, oh. I think that everybody's a little bit of both. And like, I just kind of realized that I'm a little bit of both for sure. And so it is like, yeah. sometimes you need to be social and sometimes you need to just like charge up by doing something creative.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. My uh, like alone time drawing time is definitely like a battery charger for me if I'm around, um, if I'm around like anyone for too long, like being social, even if it's with my best friends, with people that I love, it still can be exhausting because I don't, Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I think I'm an introvert. Um, like, uh, an outgoing introvert because I can be super like peppy and talkative, but really most of the time I just want to be alone. And it's, Physically exhausting and draining to to like be on
0: for for too long. Yeah, I relate to that. Cool. Well, I don't want to hog you for too long because I know Keeley just like gave us um, set aside about a half hour for us. Um, but I do want to ask, what are your like hopes or fears for the book? Like, are you how do you hope people interact with it? Are you anxious about it? Because um, this is like a big project you've been living with for two years. Like just with you and a couple other people, and now you're releasing it out into the world.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, it's still super surreal. Um, but I guess <laughs> fear-wise, I I don't know. I just I, I don't know, the worst thing that could happen would be that no one reads it. <laughs> but you you read it already. I read it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. Mostly, I just want uh I don't know people to relate to it. I want people to sort of like. See themselves in it because I, I did it with my own um, experiences and thoughts and emotions, etc. But I really hope it's relatable and that other people can kind of like see themselves. I don't know. Ideally, someone picks it up and like laughs. Um, I don't know. That I think. Yeah. Worst thing, worst case is no one reads it. <laughs> Best case is. Someone like a complete stranger reads it who does not know me or my work at all. And they relate and they sort of find the humor that I'm trying to represent in this. And then they can go on with their day and maybe and just, yeah, carry it with them in their like in their own future decision making.
0: Awesome. And then so a lot of this, I just realized that I should ask you this. A lot of this takes place like in transit, like on the subway or something like that. What will you do if you see somebody reading it on the subway?
1: I have already had that thought. But- <laughs> oh,
0: really? I have, um,
1: yeah. Like, I have friends who um, who have written comic books, and I have seen strangers reading those books on the train in the past. And I've always had just like a flutter of like I don't, joy, even if it's. I mean, it doesn't matter if I, I wrote it. I just love recognizing books on the subway, anyways. Yeah. But yeah, if I see that happen, I'm like going to a take a photo and then immediately you know jump up and like nudge them and be like uh, uh, that's me um yeah I'll be obnoxious basically
0: <laughs> you'll probably make their day though They'll, that'll that'll just become part of their their adventure I would day.
1: love yeah Can I just I I hope attention to everyone to like read this especially on the subway if only <laughs> for me to find you <laughs>
0: that's awesome and then what are you working on now now that you're that this is out in the world do you have another project that you're in yeah
1: i i need like constantly to have projects on the go so um luckily i'm not like running dry with work um i have a second book that i'm working on that um i think is going to it's going to come out in 2018 at some point um And I have a show uh, here in Brooklyn at the Cooler Gallery happening in November with my boyfriend. It's a collaborative um, show of, like, paintings and woodcuts and illustrations and sort of, like, larger scale things. Um, Awesome. Which is, I I don't know, I'm kind of excited because I've never done that kind of thing before. I've usually sort of kept all my work within you know sketchbooks that are like nine by 12 or like seven by seven or whatever so this is going to be like a larger scale version of um my work in sense of humor and that's in november and in the meantime doing lots of um just sort of like drawings for fun and zines that will be coming out at like different like comic festivals in the fall so like a bunch of stuff on the go a lot of like happy good things
0: (laughs) cool and then where so where should people go to get updates about so well first if you're listening the book is out um and people can find it um I'm assuming everywhere
1: yeah Yeah, definitely it's like Amazon and Barnes and Nobles any website that sells books um and other yeah and
0: like (laughs) cool and you should if you're you should also maybe ask your local bookstore to order some so then other people will discover it and then yes where should people follow you so they can find out about more of your stuff i I am obsessed with your Instagram now so I, I just want to know more. Oh, <laughs> yeah
1: Instagram is definitely um, sort of my main place where I like uh, post drawings and share stuff um, and my Instagram is c o gallagher s i o g a l l a g h e r I went with that because spelling my first name siobhan is like way too tricky for (laughs) the average person um so hopefully like co is like a a shorter easier version of that um and then i have the same that same username for twitter as well um but like instagram is definitely where i post
0: everything awesome well thank you so much siobhan gallagher everyone should read in a day's work hopefully on the subway but no matter where you read it it's super fun and you can read it multiple times and get so much out of it and thank you so much thank you so much Yay! thanks for listening to my conversation with siobhan gallagher her book is out now it's called in a day's work a pick your path journey through the daily grind The art is fun and weird in the best way. You can read it over and over again. You should check it out wherever you like to shop for books. I'm sure you can also ask your local bookstore to order it for you. And thank you for listening to You're Doing Just Fine. If you like this podcast and want to support it, you can review it on iTunes or follow it on Facebook or check out the website, justfinepodcast.com. And thank you so much. That helps a lot. The art for You're Doing Just Fine is by Lauren Tyler Norby. The music is by Caroline Keyes. I'm Caitlin Hoffmeister, and you are doing just fine. Just keep your faith despite the evidence. The only way to change is to persist. You move right on through your uncertainty. Hope, persists.